Hi, Jens here. Are you interested in innovation? This might be something for you too. Every Friday, I share the latest innovation articles, ideas, videos, books, podcasts, and more that I discovered during the week in my newsletter, Connect the Dots. If you subscribe, you will receive an email into your inbox every Friday. You can't find the newsletter anywhere else, so you have to subscribe if you want to receive it. Head over to jensheitland.com, scroll to the bottom of the page and sign up. But now, let's get started with the podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Jens Heitland Show, where I interview experts from different fields to connect the dots of innovation and entrepreneurship. Today's guest is the CEO of Innovatica. Innovatica helps corporations to build ventures. Please welcome to the show, Katarzyna Krolak-Fizinska. Good morning, Kasia. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? Good morning. Very well. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Pleasure to have you. So before we go into innovation, into your experience, and as well into venture building, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? What is your story? Is it an interesting thing? <laughs> <laughs> I believe so. <laughs> okay. It starts over 50 years ago, you know, so it's going to take a long time to, to give you the details. Okay. I, I will try to make it brief. Actually, I think that my story um, starts with the combination of, of, of different, um, different areas, a little bit of hard analytical uh, business and economic uh, life, uh, economics life, and a little bit of more unstructured, uh, more, more people-oriented and, and more... Um, unpredictable life like being a journalist and mm. my life was you know changing between um, being a journalist in the uh, pirate television station to to being the analyst in uh, in investment bank so uh, I was uh, always um, always trying different things and and the curiosity is something that really uh, is a part of my life story you may say and um, and I think when I was uh, when I was um, talking to my friends after after this pirate television station was celebrating the 20th anniversary they were asking me the question how come is it possible that you are now in the innovation business and and you were a journalist and, and you were you know, running the TV shows, you, you, you were so good in, in doing um, documentaries, et cetera, et cetera. Why are you now in the, in the uh, consulting business, et cetera? And um, I have realized that there is one thing that is very much in common for everything that I was doing and it relates to people. And it relates to going deep into what are the needs, what are the problems, what are the contexts of different people and different situations. And then transforming the actions 
uh, and transforming the lives of, of, of those people so that they feel better or so that they can achieve more. Um, and um, yeah, and, and that's, that's what actually I am doing. <laughs> I, I like to, I like to, um, to, to just make, make products and businesses that support users, that support people um, in their lives and in their work. How, how did you came to the point that you decided building your own business, opening your own business? Actually, I was not uh, the one who, who, who opened Innovatica. Um, I met I met two students uh, when I was working at the National Bank of Poland, which is a central bank in Poland. Mm. Uh, I tried to introduce innovation there and it was a really long time ago. And in those days, we didn't use the word innovation that um, widely. And uh, the word that was much more popular those days, like in 2005, uh, it was knowledge management. Mm. So I was trying to introduce knowledge management to the Polish Central Bank. And uh, I had the feeling that I am, you know, trying to hit the wall with my head all the time. <laughs> but there, there were uh, several really good, uh, really good um, projects that we, that we managed to, to run and the results are still there. So I think it, uh, it was not so bad what, what we did and it was worth hitting the wall. <laughs> um, but I was looking for people who are interested in the same area and I was looking for inspirations I was looking for you know like seeds of communities mm. <laughs> around knowledge management and I have met two students as I said uh, from actually from also my uh, my uh, university from Warsaw School of Economics and uh, they were running the project uh, which was a research project with several corporations in Poland that was built on innovation strategies and they started to build a sort of the community and like a consortia uh, of consortium of, of companies that were not competing with each other because they were coming from different industries but they had really very similar challenges, challenges related to knowledge management or innovation. And they have started to build uh, a community and the round table uh, of innovation champions. And um, I have, uh, I, I have uh, joined this community um, uh, and I was really happy to, 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 to find them and to, uh, to connect with them. And uh, the more we were talking, the more we were, um, dreaming <laughs> together the more we decided that uh, uh, that we, we could have a common a common future and uh, uh, just after their project um, what was finished their research project was finished the companies from from this project participating in this project were saying hmm, 
we, we don't want to live without you anymore. <laughs> you, <laughs> you have to support us. And uh, you could do it on the, on the commercial basis. So they have decided to set up the company that was called Innovatica. And for the first six months, uh, none of those companies signed an agreement. Huh. And they were just, you know, ready to shut down <laughs> and, and say, it was a nice half a year, <laughs> but we have to split and, and look for some, some, some revenues. And, and then the, 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 first, uh, the first company decided to sign the agreement just before, uh, before the deadline that they have uh, set to themselves. <laughs> and, um, and that was the time that I said, okay, I am going to be your first investor. And uh, I joined Innovatica, as you may say, as, as the first investor, and, and then we were building Innovatica uh, together for, for a pretty long time. It's, it's now 16 years old. That's amazing. And how did it come that you then uh, got to, to the CEO of, of Innovatica? Oh, actually, we have decided to build ventures <laughs> some time ago because uh, we knew that um, being in the consulting business it's not always uh, it's not always finishing with implementations yeah. and that was something that we re were really longing for we were happy with doing a lot of projects that were more about building the concept and testing the concept because that's really exciting because you can work on different areas within one year you can work for three or four different mm. companies and three or four very different topics and it's 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 really exciting and then very fulfilling but on the other hand you are giving your child to someone else and you never know what happens with it yeah and uh, we were also um, dreaming of, of having much more uh, impact on the results. And, uh, we have, um, and we have tried many different things uh, to, to set up our own, our own daughter companies. Mm. And uh, one of them actually was the Icon Pilot, which was the company that we set up in the United States. And it was pretty funny uh, because it was the first Polish consultancy that was uh, building the daughter company in the US. Huh. <laughs> and uh, we did it with our clients, actually, well, or ex clients. They left their corporation it was the 3m in us they left their their, their you know very safe uh, very safe uh, uh, professional careers and they have decided to build a startup with us and it was called icon pilot mm. and I still consider it a great idea because it was like a consultant in the box. Uh, you, you, it was do-it-yourself consultancy. Hmm. And um, we, have, uh, we have made all the, all the mistakes possible <laughs> when building a startup, I would say. And um, 
uh, and yeah, we failed actually. We, we had to close this business, but we yeah. were trying, um, you know, many different things. The first, well, probably it's worth, it's worth um, giving a little bit more details about Icon Pilot. The first mistake that we have made was about the customer segments. Hmm. Uh, because we were the consulting companies that we so we decided okay we don't want to make a product for our competitors we want to make a product for our customers for our clients and our clients were big corporations Hmm. so we want to make a product for big corporations so that they can you know have a very good guidelines and description and the video uh, description and the and the, you know all the materials needed so that you can go step by step through the through the whole process with your team and uh, um, and we we were uh, even doing quite a lot of research and we had the uh, the confirmation that the corporations are in well our clients are interested in this kind of of product and um, so it was uh, so from from the very beginning it was uh, very well defined that you need to be a corporation professional uh, mm. in order to buy this product and later on, it turned out that 98% of the of the traffic that went into you know that came into our our web page was from consultants and freelancers who were working for corporations, and they would be happy to buy it, but we we didn't want to sell it to them. Oh. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we have, uh, but by this this decision, we have just you know um, eliminated <laughs> the majority of the market. Then another mistake, which is a spectacular mistake, I would say, was the fact that um, we started building a, a, an, an online environment, and we have even went through a week or two week long online uh, training, uh, very intensive and, and exhaustive of how to, how to operate the e-commerce uh, platform that was extremely expensive um, for us. Uh, it was like, you know, um, 30 or $40,000 per year. And um, it was connected with the, with the storage and managing the whole storage processes, etc., and logistics processes, because that then we were mainly working offline with our clients, and we were um, having a lot of workshops, and the process was. Uh, uh, was covering a, a lot of steps that needed interaction between the team so that we uh, we knew that the best way to interact is to have physical tools. Mm. And we uh, were planning to have physical, you know, like a, a toolkit, a physical toolkit that would be sent to, to, the, uh, to the teams and they could use them. And... Uh, we were preparing the infrastructure for, for this kind of product. 
after two months, we have realized that it's going to be a totally online toolkit <laughs> without any storage and yeah. without no, any logistics. So, um, so we have lost a lot of money and a lot of time for, for learning how to do it. And the main reason for that, uh, I would say, was the fact that we were cooperating with the really well-seasoned managers from 3M who had a vast experience worldwide with making 3M products uh, work and with... Um, you know, with putting them on the market and with ensuring all the processes behind them. And uh, they were, you know, absolutely great in building the uh, factory in China, <laughs> but mm. they had absolutely no idea about how to run a small startup <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is, you know, fragile and, <laughs> and uh, that doesn't have uh, the millions of, of, of dollars <laughs> on the bank account. So, yeah, so, so there were several mistakes that we did. Um, and, and that was, I would say, a costly but very valuable, uh, very valuable lesson that we have learned. And then uh, we have realized that uh, we can transform our failure into our successes. Hmm. And we have uh, opened, uh, we have established another daughter company uh in warsaw that was connecting startups and corporations and my colleagues um, had to had to take care of this child <laughs> so so they uh th they moved and 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 became and became the uh the management board of of the of our child company yeah i love that um, and thank you very much for, for sharing. A lot of entrepreneurs are not eager to share their mistakes and their failures. So it's very, very good to, to, to hear that from you. Um, doubling Actually, down... I would say, sorry for yeah. interrupting, but I would say that you would never have the success without a failure. I agree, so... I, 100%. I mean, just, just when you said it, it's like coming from a large corporation, you have no idea how to run a small company. And I have been there myself. Like you start where you have... I was used to very big budgets and a lot of people supporting you. And then you're starting very small with a few people and no budget mm, exactly. <laughs> and trying to figure it out. Yeah, I love that. It's very good. Yeah, and I agree. It's very important that you, you do failures all the time if you're an entrepreneur and you learn and you learn and you learn. And some are bigger than others, but it, without failure, you're not, you're not moving at all. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So... You haven't answered the, the, the question, how well, that, you got to the CEO. I, yeah, actually, that's how it happened. My okay. colleagues went to our daughter company and they, were, they, they are still there. And uh, I, am, I am running the uh, Innovatica. So okay, cool. That's how it happened. That's awesome. And you're still cooperating or? Yes, actually, we have, uh, we have split. Uh, I mean, uh, Innovatica has done already an exit from the, the, this, uh, this daughter company, uh, The Heart, and uh, uh, my colleagues uh, left Innovatica. Yeah, yeah. But we are, of course, still cooperating. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. So 
I would I would like to go into into innovation first, and then I would like to dig deeper into specifically corporate venture building because you're an expert in that field. Um, so innovation, I mean, Innovatica is already having innovation as part of of the name. So what what is innovation for you, and how do you see innovation happening or not happening, both perspectives in corporations? Hmm. Innovation for me is something that generates value, which doesn't mean that it has to be totally new. It has to be new in a certain context for a certain company, for a certain market, for a certain customer segment. For a, uh, yeah, it, it has to generate value for, for, for in a certain context. Um, it, so it has to be something new for this company or for those people. And um, it has to be implemented. I mean, it has to be successfully implemented. Without implementation, there is no innovation. Mm. Yeah. So how, how is it then from a, from a corporate perspective? What, what do you see? Which companies and how do companies innovate and or not innovate? That's a very good question. Actually, our story of Innovatica uh, gives probably a little bit of the perspective on how, uh, how organizations innovate. Because those 16 years ago, when we were talking that uh, we are doing innovation, uh, when we are talking to people about that, uh, they were like, oh, you're doing the creative workshops. No, we're not doing the creative workshops. It's not about that. But of course, in order to survive, we had to do you know, creative workshops. And of course, there was a lot of emotions and endorphins and you know, everybody was high in the sky. But then the next day, they were coming back to their desks and their offices and their routines. And it turned out that nothing that they were working on during the creative workshop could be could be you know put into their their life. So it was frustrating for them. It was frustrating for us. Mm. Uh, and but but unfortunately, a lot of corporations uh, were persistently doing it. They they were just happy with providing sort of the you know entertainment. For their, uh, for, for, for their uh, employees. And um, then we, uh, we started to do um, innovation strategies, to, to work on innovation strategies, because we thought, okay, let's, let's skip the, the, the workshops because people don't understand it. They, they are just treating it as the, as the you know, show and entertainment. Mm -hmm. So let's do the strategies because that's the hard stuff. And we, it turned out that our clients are still treating it as something that is not serious. They just want to have something which is called innovation strategy, but they are not so willing to you know, make it happen. Yeah. So that was frustrating again for us. So we thought, oh no, we have to design products. So we started to invest a lot of our time into educating the market in Poland, at least, mm. about design thinking, lean startup, and uh, business model canvas, etc., so that we can work with our clients on the real products. 
And that seemed to be really eye-opening for many corporations. And, and uh, that, that was a nice, uh, uh, a nice part of our story. Uh, but again, we saw that there are so many problems around corporations in not in implement not not in uh, using the methodologies because you know it's it's pretty easy to mm. to adapt the methodology and technique uh, of design thinking or, or lean startup but the problem is about the environment the corporate environment and you know that the, there is, there is no support for failure for example in the corporation yeah. And as we said, <laughs> there is no innovation without failure. You have to fail in order to discover the, the right path and, and the, the, you know, the, the, the right final setup and the solution. And in corporation, for example, the failure is associated with the, with the suicide yeah. or the end of career. Yeah. You failed. Ha. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> And uh, the corporations are, are so much focused on, I would say, the optimization of, of, the, of the execution of current processes that they have, that they, they are just not, 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 not capable of introducing something which is really innovative and, and really unsure. Because innovation, as I said, is something new. So it's always unsure. Mm. Mm. And, uh, uh, and a lot of corporations uh, still run sort of the innovation theater, I would say. And, I love that word. Uh, <laughs> I love that word. <laughs> and they are so happy with it. They are so happy because there is so much, you know, fog and lights that you can <laughs> that you can um, arrange and and you can talk about fantastic things you can show that you have some uh, interactions with with startups you can you run acceleration mm -hmm. programs you, you have so much you know uh, attractive attractive content let's say that um, it, it really looks like you are doing a, the right thing but when you when you have when you look at it from the a little you know distance and, and you try to understand what are the results, what is the, the business result of it, the business impact of it, then you you can show you know blank page. Yeah. <laughs> there is not much that you can show, unfortunately, when it comes to results. So there are more and more uh, corporations that have uh, decided to break the innovation theater and, and try to, to do something that is much more result-oriented, I would mm -hmm. say, uh, instead of promotion-oriented. And, um, and there are more and more corporations uh, who also introduce into their strategy into their strategic innovation agenda, they are introducing also the notion of venture building. And that's what I am very, very fond of um, because um, that, that, that's how our story with venture building started. Um, mm. 
we knew that uh, we have to do something that is much more, much more, as I said, linked to implementation. And uh, we understood that our clients, some of them are really looking for, for means to, to break innovation theaters. So we just connected the dots. Yeah. I know that it's also the, the, the expression that you like, and, and <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> and and we, we just did what, uh, what was obvious. We, we had to connect those two, connect those two dots. And, yeah, and it turned out that venture building can be uh, implemented uh, in corporations uh, and, and it can work pretty, pretty well, actually. I would like to double click on ven corporate venture building for for the listeners who have never heard about that. What 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 is it? Can you give a little bit of background what uh, corporate venture building is? Absolutely. So venture building is about building many companies at the same time. So it's about like making a factory for companies for ventures. Mm. We don't like the word startup, but you can call it a startup studio as well, or venture studio. Mm. Um, we don't like the word startup, especially in the in the corporate world. The startup is associated with too much risk and too much uncertainty, and uh, you know, too much flying in the in the clouds. And uh, and we are, as I said, very much uh, interested in business results of everything that we are producing and everything that we are engaged with. Mm. So we like the word venture. The venture is business. So we are a venture builder builds business on the regular basis and, and, and it's, uh, it's a factory of ventures. And the corporate venture building means that the corporation is becomes uh, the investor, becomes the founder, Uh, and works uh, with the venture builder in a way that we are the partners in building this business. And we as venture builder set up the team, but the team needs to have a person, an intrapreneur from the company mm. who knows the business, who knows the people in the corporation, who has an access to the resources who are very often absolutely valuable and, and necessary uh, for, 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 for the success of the venture um, and who want to act as the startupers. Mm. Mm. And uh, we are responsible, we as the venture builder are responsible for the process uh, because the process is something that is our, I would say, our framework or, or the, 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 the scaffold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, and uh, we, we just make this business happen. The corporation needs to be sure that the, the, the product is important for them. It has to be strategically important. It cannot be something nice, but it has to be important. Yeah. And uh, so, so it, it, it also requires some, some effort to, to, and, and boldness to let a small company like startup-like, a, a, a small emerging company to deal with important strategic topic. 
right? Yeah. It, it also requires yeah. some boldness. But of course, it should be um, the area that is not very much their core business. It has to be the adjacent yeah. Uh, yeah. business, right? Not the core business, because once it becomes too close to the core business, then all the regulations and rules and procedures uh, attack <laughs> attack this product and, and then everything fails. Yeah, I've been there. I know. <laughs> so Thank you. If, if, if we double click on that, that's super interesting. So if, if, if we go into real example, there's a let's say a corporation which is successful, um, they're, they're running their core business and they're looking into how ah, maybe there's, an, there's something new we want to explore. So how do, you, how do they engage with you? Yeah, actually there are two, uh, th there are two main, um, let's say triggers for the corporation to start this kind of conversation with us. Hmm. Uh, one of them is about how can we how can we enter a new market a new customer segment right and mm. one of the examples from our portfolio is the uh, is the business that we do for um, the company from the energy business energy industry and they are serving uh, only b2b customers mm. and they have strategically defined the the new direction uh, into B2C customers. Hmm. And, uh, and they said, try to make the inroads into this market with offering which is not close to what we are doing at, this, at the moment. Yeah. But we want to build relations with the totally new customer segments. And then once you have it operating and run, then we will connect it with, uh, with our offerings. That's, that's one of the trigger, triggers. Another one uh, is when it comes to new, um, new ways of um, using the, um, the resources that already, uh, that already exist in the corporation. Mm. For example, uh, one of the set of, uh, of hotels uh, said, We've got huge kitchens and we've got a huge amount of, uh, of um, people who are, who are capable of, of using this equipment, but we don't use the kitchens that we have um, all the year round. Yeah. You know, we need them four times per year, <laughs> but, but on the daily business, we use just 50% of the yeah. capacity. Yeah. So how can we make use of this additional 50% of the capacity on daily business? So we started to build on, uh, on, on the resources that are or the assets that are already that are already available. But actually the nice story and it comes to the answer to your question how, how our work together looks like um, when, when we get the brief, and usually it's this brief is really very, very uh, vague. Yeah, <laughs> do, yeah. do something and earn more money with our assets. <laughs> <laughs> do something great. <laughs> um, so we, we, we start with the calibration phase and uh, we are making sure that the business, that there is the, 
the spot or there is the opportunity that can be really um, used or the gap that can be really mm. uh, made up made up and um, and uh, in in case of this hotel chain uh, we have realized after two weeks that building on their kitchen capacity is not the best the best way to start the business and it's much better to start the business uh, uh, that would be uh, that would be using their their conference rooms capacities mm. and uh, we have built a, a platform that may be called a booking com for conference rooms yeah and of course not only hotel chain was the provider of of the of the uh, of the venues but uh, but that was the starting point of and of course catering could be added to this as well afterwards yeah, yeah. so uh, so when we start with working uh, with the corporation uh, i i i um I very much like when there is the entrepreneur who joins the team and when we are following our process, uh, which starts with the calibration phase, then of course we've got the proof of concept phase and then MVP, mm. and then uh, we've got the minimum marketable product and, and then, which, which means that we already, uh, that we already confirm the, uh, the the ways to commercialize it and then we've got the uh, minimum desirable product which means that we already that we also need to to build the whole structure and organization behind the product so yeah. that yeah. you know all the processes and all the organization and all the culture is built so that the the customers the you know love and desire uh, our our product and of course then you scale up <laughs> and it's it's the lovely part of it um so yeah that, that's that's basically how it how it how it uh, how it works and uh, just recently th there was uh, another client that we started talking about the um, possible common venture and their trigger, coming back to the triggers, and their trigger was even different. They said, we want to have a new, a new sales channel, not, not, not a new sales channel, but a new channel to, um, to sell our, our offering, but to totally new, new customers. And mm. we want the business who would have nothing to do with the banking, because that, that's one of the banks. We want the business who has nothing to do with the banking, but it somehow includes the payment transactions. Yeah. And uh, anything like that it may, may seem crazy because why bank wants to to be the owner of the company that for example sells cars or or flats <laughs> but uh, but it, it's it's just very logical because that gives the opportunity for them to really have access to new customer segments to, to totally new customer groups and they that gives the opportunity to sell their products yeah it, it sounds that coming from the large corporate background is like companies always want to have a very structured plan. So that's, that's, that's how it's going to work. And the success comes tomorrow. How, how, how do you, how do you engage with the companies who are, who are pushing always for, Hey, we need to have the big bang tomorrow. How does that work? <laughs> 
Yeah, that, that's one of the, uh, I would say, challenges of, of, the, um, uh, of this business. Um, of course, that's what we say at the very beginning. It will mm -hmm. take two to three years. Yeah. And you have to, to, to take this risk. And if you want to go into this journey, you know, jo join us in this journey, that's how it looks. It's two or three years before we uh, present the break-even point. But at the same time, we give them the, um, the um, what's the good word in English? Well, we, we, we give them the risk minimizer, let's say, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, saying that uh, we as Innovatica cover our costs for those two or three years. Mm -hmm. And we don't make profit on it. We will make profit only after this business is viable. When it turns viable, then we want this, the success to be... That's to be, awesome. <laughs> to, to be felt also uh, on yeah. our account. So um, it's, uh, it's either a corporation who is making the, the, the buyout of the... And, and you know, the, the, the full... Um, fully acquires this, this business or we can go public with this company and uh, and then we can uh, we can just uh, sell our shares on the market capital market mm. but that seems to be pretty difficult for corporations as well uh, I have discovered it's uh, a really big challenge for them because Corporations don't have the experience in, you know, having daughter companies who would go public. Oh no, we have yeah. never done it. We would yeah. never go this way. <laughs> so, so it's, um, yeah, sometimes it is, it is a challenge for them as well. But that means that in, in part of setting up this business and you as a venture builder, you're owning pieces of that business. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we, we, well, there are different setups. We may uh, have a piece of this business. We do not need. Mm. Uh, sometimes we have 100% of, of this business because mm. for corporations, it's also an, uh, a huge advantage because they don't have any, any it, it doesn't need have, uh, to have any impact on their image. Yeah. We are 100% owner than... Yeah. Uh, then it's 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 it looks like it's ours, and of course, corporation is the only uh, the only party who can yeah. who can uh, be the the, the 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 owner of it afterwards. But there are also other settings possible, and uh, we can do it without having any shares at all, but uh, with a guaranteed success fee after a certain amount of time and, and certain KPIs that would be achieved. So there are different options that we are, uh, that we are um, working with right now. Hmm. And there are different corporations who, who, who have different mindsets, let's say, and, yeah. and they prefer different solutions. But I, I honestly, I love your idea. I think it's, it's a really huge opportunity for organizations. I mean, just me five years back, that's that was would be amazing to work together <laughs> it's honestly it's a really really cool idea so how how does it work from an from an international perspective are you focusing on the polish market or are you saying no we do this europe 
or uh, worldwide or how do you do that? We don't focus on the Polish market at all. Actually, mm. right now, just a few days ago, we have uh, launched, uh, oh, my, we have kicked off, sorry, that's yeah. the word. <laughs> we have kicked off um, uh, the, the, the project and we are building the solution, especially for the US market. Mm. And the, the, I would say the beauty of the pandemic is that we can uh, work from whenever we are. And there are people in the team who are based right now in Bucharest, in London, in Warsaw, in Wrocław, and, uh, uh. and like myself at the moment at the lake. <laughs> <laughs> and but you know you can you can always um, uh, you can always show that you are in the yeah exactly <laughs> in the that you're in the office <laughs> exactly <laughs> and um, uh, and th th that's that's absolutely wonderful and we have no one in the US at the moment. Of course, there will be people in the later stages. We yeah. will need someone in the uh, in the US, but we are not based. Uh, we are not based uh, on this on the Polish market. But in many cases, Polish market is a good one to make some tests and experiments. And and once uh, once we have it, confirmed that it works here it's it's easier to to go forward yeah i really love the story and it's it's kind of a circle like you, when we started today it's like you started explaining how how you did the mistakes in in the us and now you're closing that circle having the knowledge of having done it 16 years ago and all the knowledge and and learnings from that and now using that to support the client and doing it. it's it's beautiful very very thank cool you. thank you that's how it is yeah i would like to transition to the last part which is a couple of rapid fire questions so if you could work uh, with the project or you could lead a project that's impacting every human being on earth what project would it be and why would you choose that project you know it's a tough question <laughs> <laughs> um Right now, more and more, we are uh, we are working on finding the solutions, the concepts that would be that would be good for our climate and and for sustainable uh, development of of our lives. And um, that's one of my dreams, you may say, uh, to have this kind of projects developed more and more. We have one uh, we, we have one project that we support, uh, which is uh, very much, I would say, social innovation um, from the area of social innovations, and um, I, I wish that we could spread the idea of sustainability around corporations and around investors, and uh, it would be lovely if we could have this kind more more projects of this kind that they are based on the responsibility they are based on future orientation they are based on making things that are needed now to have impact in the future yeah love that so looking forward where will you be in a year from now? And you can answer that personal and or business. 
when it comes to the business perspective, I would like to have, I would like to build a sort of the ecosystem because Innovatica, as I said, was initially a consulting company. Right now we are, for, for the last few years, we are building the venture building leg. And uh, I would like those businesses to, 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 to strive, both of them. I would like to have the fund um, somehow created. It doesn't need to be our own fund, but I would like to have the fund that would allow us to uh, to make our own our own ventures um, grow, yeah. not necessarily uh, ventures for corporations. And so, uh, yeah, I would I would like to see the ecosystem the the, the ecosystem um, running, and I would very much like the corporations to be much more aware of what are the advantages of venture building uh, and, and having the ventures set up parallelly to their, to their um, big organization. And personally, um, I think that pandemic has, uh, has um, a lot of bad sides, but also a little bit of good sides. And I would like to feel that I am, you know, totally free <laughs> fortunately i'm vaccinated already yeah. and i hope that the world will will open and we will we i will be able to work from really different parts of the world and uh, enjoying my life and enjoying my work yeah great how do you keep yourself informed and up to date and how do you build your knowledge I like to read. Um, probably I would like to have more time for reading yeah. <laughs> and thinking. Oh, however, I can see that um, once I have time for you know making things, it's also fantastic time. But uh, yeah, I, I, I read a lot. I meet a lot of people. Um, actually, during the pandemic, I have started to invite people for business walks. And that's yeah. a great thing yeah. to do. Absolutely, the the dynamics of the of this interaction is is so great. So I, I strongly recommend business walks. So I meet a lot of people, uh, and uh, and fortunately uh, at Innovatica we've got a lot of people who are curious and and they and they um, want to. You know, penetrate and digest the world, and uh, we are uh, we are somehow feeding ourselves uh, with totally new ideas and, and insights. Uh, just recently, we have published the the opportunity map for banking sector because that, that that's how we are exploring the world. We 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 are looking for opportunities for trends and and then looking for concepts that might be worth building. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Great. Kasha, thank you very much for joining me today. Where, where can people find you? How can people reach out to you? I am available on LinkedIn, of course. Um, I am I'm happy to, to answer all the emails or messages. And 
innovatica.com is our website yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah i i'm here for for discussions and talks and inspire inspiring people and and making great stuff yeah i will i will add the the links to you as well into the show notes kasha thank you, thank you very much it was a pleasure having you thank you very much it was my pleasure thanks a lot jens thanks 